AEW Fan is the pro wrestling podcast that was created by fans for the fans. And thank you for joining us. This is episode 71. I am your weekly host, the grumpy old school wrestling fan, collector, barber, and musician, Talk Wrestling, Tim Gilbert. And I'm your host, the architect of pro wrestling podcast, Funko Pop collector, Booker Andy. There you go. And I'm also your host, the No Sound Wrestling Indie fan and football lover, Jeremy. Yeah, finally did it smoothly. Yeah, I <laughs> got the Booger Andy in there. <laughs> well, we got a big show coming up today. Uh, before we get into that, if you all could take the time, you know, if you're listening right now, if you're watching on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. Uh, it, it really helps us out, uh, especially on YouTube. Uh, you know, we always do this in the beginning of every show. We make our plea to please do that. But it is something that is really going to help us progress. And, you know, we see the monthly numbers and we know that there's some of you out there who haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel. So go do it. Uh, thank you so much, though. Seriously, if you do do that. Um, we got merch over at ProWrestlingTees.com backslash the PW fan where you can find everything from AEW merch to tons of legends. But we're on there, too. And we got five different shirt designs. A uh, couple Booker Andy shirts three different logo shirts, really fun stuff. I just got my black Booker Andy shirt in the mail, actually, with my uh, Jay Briscoe Memorial T-shirt, which Jeremy saw me wear the other day. It was looking good. It's a good-looking shirt. Uh, so go pick that up. It's a nice I, shirt. Yeah, I was excited, though, to get the uh, Booker Andy shirt and see it in person, and it was great quality. Uh, for all other social media, you're going to find us by looking up at the PW Fan. And, uh, yeah, so that takes care of that. So today we're going to be going over a few things. We're going to be talking about Cody Rhodes versus Finn Balor, Darby Allen versus Samoa Joe, uh, Sami Zayn attacking Roman Reigns, and way more. And, uh, yeah, man, Andy, I'm going to pass it over to you and let you jump into the, uh, this week's stuff. So we got a couple, a couple fun things to cover. Well, now that Cody Rhodes is back, you got to open Raw with Cody. I mean... That was the common theme. Uh, it was contract. He, when he, yeah, when he was there before, <laughs> you know, he's got to open up the show. So, uh, yeah, this is the Raw, uh, two days after the Royal Rumble. Opened up with Cody Rhodes. Uh, he talked basically about his the ups and downs of, like, his journey, um, where he was to where he is now. It was It was kind of similar to, like, his original promos when he came back. You know, there were shades of that in it. Um, but then the Judgment Day would come out, and um, I believe one of the things they talked about is how D Dominic was like, I would have won if you hadn't thrown me out. I guess Cody was the one that eliminated Dominic, I think. Um, yeah, he so, was, right? Yeah, I believe so. So oh. they come out, um, and they, they're talking to Cody, and God, Dominic makes me laugh. Just, just the way, like... I think we've hey. talked about it. It's like you can't yeah. take him seriously, but he's trying to be like his character is like I'm trying to be serious, but like not at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Um so then uh while they're cutting back and forth, Edge comes out and attacks and Rhea Ripley's out there, so out comes Beth Phoenix as well and she attacks and a brawl ensues between all of them, including Cody. Cody gets in on the brawl. And I guess they schedule the main event at that point, which is Balor versus Cody, which we'll talk yeah. about in a little bit. Which never uh, happened, right? 
No, I don't believe so. Yeah. I mean, because when Cody, yeah, when Cody was on the Indies. Yeah, Finn was in NXT, Finn, right? Finn was in, well, Finn was in WWE. He was called up by then, but Cody oh, left yeah. before Finn came to the main roster from NXT. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, if you listen to last week's episode, Tim talked about this while it was going on, but we had a Elimination Chamber qualifier. Uh, they're doing qualifier matches for that for the United States Championship. Uh, but Tim uh, was mentioned how Seth Rollins and Chad Gable were putting on a really good match while we yeah, were did recording. You, did you so. end up going back and watching that? Mm-hmm. It, it was, was a good match. Very, yeah. It was very. I'd like to see him again. Uh, go at it. it, was, it if was only, if only Chad Gable wasn't shushing people and all the other <laughs> and Shorty G and all the other things that they made him. Oh him. God. Um, but the winner of this for, was Seth Rollins, so he when he said you can call me Shorty G, he did like this face where he was like, and I was like, oh, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like <laughs> Well, then he then he feuded with Baron Corbin for a little bit, who just kept making short jokes the whole time. It was terrible. Yeah, that was. You know, Vince is back there, like, oh, this is good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's good stuff, pal. So Seth Rollins ended up winning that Elimination Chamber qualifier. But speaking of Baron Corbin, we had another Elimination Chamber qualifier: Baron Corbin versus Johnny Gargano. Uh, winner, though, uh, I wasn't sure where this was going to go actually, but winner was Johnny Gargano. So it looks like he. Thank he, God. You know, yeah. JBL was up there. Dexter Loomis came out and took an axe to JBL's hat, I believe. Uh, also, what is JBL and Baron Corbin going to do then? Like, why would you bring back JBL and like, there's nothing's happening with them? You know, it might be <laughs> one of those things that was a Vince idea, and they're like, "What are we <laughs> doing?" Like, like uh, with it. Yeah. Uh, so then we had the. The re- I will say the return, but I mean it's not the first time. It's just the first time in a while. We had the VIP lounge with MVP. His uh, guest was uh, Austin Theory, and um, I don't know. It was kind of awkward between them, but yeah. uh, Th- these things never go well unless it's like, like insulting each other, like like under like uh, forget what they're called, but like. Where they're insulting each other, but they're not trying. Like they're joking about it, but it's real. backhand. Like they were like backhanded, like compliments yeah. and and things like that. Um, eventually, though, Bobby Lashley came out and uh, Theory avoided the spear. But uh, you know, Bobby's still apparently going for that uh, U.S. title. But I I feel like he's gonna end up just facing Lesnar again at like Mania oh, yeah. or something. Yeah. Um. So after that, we had a the return of Rick Boogs. Tim loves Rick Boogs, don't you, Tim? I can't stand him. <laughs> <laughs> he went up against the Miz, and um, it, it was a quick match. It was just a way to you know reintroduce him, and I mean I feel like he should be back in NXT, but. Or what? What? What about Shinsuke and him? I don't even know what's going on with Shinsuke. I think we talked about that. How the last time we saw him was like Noah, because we were talking about the people that weren't in the Rumble, and that was like Shinsuke was one of them was in the Rumble. And he would play his entrance music to to the ring. Yeah. No. Now he's doing air drums instead of like air guitar. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Then we had a Bailey and uh, 
Becky Lynch segment. And Bailey kind of like threw threw in some insults. Um, I'm trying to think. She, I mean, I know she. I know one of the insults had to do with Seth Rollins. Um, yeah. Did you see? It was even like afterwards on. I think it was on Twitter. I saw Becky was like, and she's not just trying. Uh, I don't know what she said. Something about like not just trying to uh, take me out. And then it was like a picture of her and Seth Rollins together. Oh, like Bailey and Seth Rollins. Well, like Becky was mentioning things of like how Bailey's been like jealous of her since like, I guess her win over her in NXT or something. Yeah. And Bailey's yeah Bailey's comment about Seth Rollins was, they were talking about Bailey Becky not being good enough, and she's like, "You're not even good enough for your husband," I believe yeah. was the line. Well, yeah. I didn't I didn't like this. I've been I've been. And it wasn't good. I, I've been being a good host, and for the, for the people, I've been watching all the segments, even the ones that I normally fast forward through. So these are, this is rough. <laughs> I'm gonna start chiming in on this type of thing more because I'm forcing myself to watch it. It was. We need rough. you to be like the heel commentator. Of, yeah. Of the show. I've you need to be like Simon Cowell of us. You know what though? I've accepted my role as that. It kind of naturally happened, so I'm fine with that. You know, as long as, as that's long true. As, yeah, it does. As long as the people, you know, don't hate me for it or stop listening, then it's then it's all good. Um, so then we had another elimination chamber qualifier: Bronson Reed versus Dolph Ziggler. Poor Dolph. I mean, I don't even know at this point why we even need to say like poor Dolph. I mean, it's just he's just he's just that guy. He's just poor Dolph for like twelve years at this yeah, point. Yeah, just, <laughs> it doesn't even need to be said. Uh, Bronson Reed went over and has now also qualified for the elimination chamber. Now they're doing qualifiers ish kind of for the women's uh, match against Bianca Belair. Um. And I guess I completely skipped over this, but uh, Rhea Ripley, this wasn't even in my notes. Rhea Ripley chose Charlotte Flair as her opponent for uh, yeah. for WrestleMania. So, yes, so they're having an Elimination Chamber, the second Elimination Chamber match that will be at uh, Elimination Chamber of the Pay-Per-View is uh, to determine who's going to face Bianca Belair now that uh, Rhea Ripley has chosen Char- Charlotte for... Superstars have somehow magically already qualified. I believe it's like Alexa Bliss. Um, somehow, yeah, Alexa Bliss is one of them. I know. Um, I feel like Raquel. Gen- I was gonna say. I forget who Gonzalez, they announced already, but it, yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll get into more of the qualifier stuff once we get the SmackDown. But let's talk about the main event overall, which I thought was very good. Uh, Finn Balor versus. Cody Rhodes. Winner was uh, Finn Bal or was Cody Rhodes in the end? Uh, Edge had come out and attacked the Judgment Day. Beth Phoenix came out and attacked Rhea. And uh, yeah, winner was Cody Rhodes. This match was really good. It was like we said before. This was the first time they ever wrestled. Um, Finn's outfit bothered me. He was like half an astronaut, and one <laughs> one shoe his shoes didn't match either, and that really bothered me. Yeah. One shoe was like silver, one shoe was black. 
It was the uh, shoes that got me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the match, though, that I mean, that's the important part. The match was very, very good. What are your guys' thoughts? Yeah, I mean, the match, yeah, it was very good. Like, Finn, to me, uh, is always clean kinda... with, like, yeah. three crossroads. Yeah, three crossroads, yeah. I mean, Finn, to me, always puts on really good matches, whether it's a heel or face. But, I don't know, just, like, you know, wear some better gear maybe next time. <laughs> but... Co- I'm, it was happy. I was nice to see Cody back, even though, like his entrance, like he did it both times with all of the pyro. It was yeah. so much pyro every time. Did you have seen it when he opened the show or when <laughs> he came out for the main event? When he comes out for the main event and wrestles, like the opens the show, just walk out in a suit. You don't need pyro when you're in a suit, do you? I don't know. There's only certain guys that get pyro, and that's like Edge. Yeah, Cody. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of it. <laughs> Brock doesn't really, even get it. Yeah, I was, oh, Brock, yeah, sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Tim, you said that you've been watching. Uh. So, what do you think of Finn and Cody? I like. Well, I wanted to see Cody wrestle, and I like Finn. I mean, not as much as I used to, but I was looking forward to the match, and I really like. Yet it. the man's cat is named after him, but uh. Well, I was- <laughs> I was really into I was really into the Bullet Club at at one time. Really, Couldn't tell. Yeah, I I might yeah. have a yeah. I might have a Bullet Club tattoo. Yeah. So you like the match, though? <laughs> Sorry, we got off track with with Tim's love of the Bullet Club and Finn. They were like, anyways. <laughs> no, I said yeah. No, I said I really enjoyed the match. Yeah, I was looking forward to it. I it's it's so weird when a guy I, comes back when a guy comes back from injury though. I always get like, like even when he was in the ring with Walter at the Rumble, I'm always like eyeing up the the show, you know, like his peck where he got hurt. I'm like, oh, that has to be so scary, you know, to like be back doing. Yeah, when he when he first yeah when he came back in the Rumble, like when we were watching it, it looked like it was like very red in the area, like where he got surgery on. And like for a second, I was like concerned. I'm like, did he like tear it again? But uh, I, he's fine now. So yeah, Gunther I guess it just was chopping like... the shit out of it. I remember watching. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why. Yeah. When Gunther was chopping the shit out of it during the Rumble, me and Tim were just like, Jesus, dude. <laughs> yeah, like maybe the other peck, you know. Um, but yeah, so that was the main event of um, of Raw. Let's hop in the Dynamite here. It opened up with Hangman Adam Page versus John Moxley. Uh, I believe they were in Ohio. They weren't in Cincinnati, but uh, I think they might have been in Cleveland. They were in uh, Dayton, Ohio. That's what I said, I think. I'm wrong, both parts. Um, <laughs> but either way, John Moxley's from Ohio, and John came out with his yeah. dad in the crowd, which I don't think we've ever even seen his dad. No, when they said that, I was like, what? I mean, if you watch the Stone Cold uh, Broken Skull sessions with Mox, you would make it seem like his parents were not even existent. (laughs) That awkward-ass interview. Yeah. Um, I'd say this match was good. I mean, I'm hoping this feud's over. Uh, It it was a good match, though. Moxley went over, and afterwards, though, there was like a bit of an altercation with Hangman Adam Page and Claudio, so I don't know if something's going to go on with them. But they were kind of yeah. getting each other's face. Yeah, it feels like they might have another match between Hangman and Moxley. But if they're gonna, they should like fill it in with like a Claudio and like don't just yeah. do another one like right away. Yeah. Like save it like 
what it's it's uh um, the pay-per-view they each have one over each other now uh, Mox has one, two. Mox has, Mox has two. Because yeah. does the are they going to count the first one though? Because Hangman got hurt. I mean, it, it looks like they're counting it. Okay, well they call it a rubber, a rubber match. This is true. Uh, we had a a bat or backstage attack. Soraya, uh, and Tony Storm attacked Britt Baker in the parking garage. Did you know that that's her house? This is her house. <laughs> Tim used to say that. All the time. <laughs> there it is. Yep. Um, we had the we had a segment with the acclaim and the Gun Club. Uh, it was a back and forth promo. Austin Gunn insulted his father about one thing. They mentioned it's like him not being there, him being yeah. gone like three hundred twenty days. Oh uh, yeah, he meant pills. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like Billy Gunn was walking up the ramp, and then he's like, "Yeah, do what you always do," and like turned to the bottle and bottle yeah. pills or whatever. And Billy Gunn turned around, came back in the ring, and got in uh, his face and kind of went off. Yeah, it was entertaining. It was it was better than um, the family therapy. I thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we had Takeshka versus Brian Cage. Um, this is all tied in with the MJF stuff, because I believe right. later MJF and him actually brought backstage a little bit. Yeah, Takeshka. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Takeshka ended up winning. Um, hey, that guy. Just talk about that guy for a second. His in-ring ability is amazing. I think you know if he learns probably a little bit more English, like just a few more, like he's gonna be like a star in like next year. Oh yeah, he's great. Yeah. And he's big. I think we talked about it. he's big like Okada. He's like really tall. Yeah, yeah. Um so then okay, so I'm I was trying to understand this, but backstage we had like Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia announcing the Garcia Guevara. No, that's made no sense. Gauntlet match. All right. So this is what I wrote down. <laughs> Ricky Starks will have to beat Angela Parker and Matt Menard and then fight either Sammy Sammy or Garcia. They haven't decided yet, I guess, in or in yeah. order to face Chris Jericho. Yeah, that's just a confusing gauntlet match. I don't understand that. Tony Khan's like, I got this Gar- Guevara Garcia gauntlet yeah, he, match. He was sn- he was sniffly. He was sniffly because he had a cold. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. was like, it was cold know. out there in Ohio. It was cold. Um, so then after that, we had a really different. For AW, uh, Brian Danielson versus Timothy Thatcher. Yeah, if you've never seen Timothy Thatcher, he was in NXT for a little bit. Um, and I mean, this is just his style of wrestling. He had a match with, I believe, Ciampa in and Riddle actually in the um, Fight Pit. Yeah, and those were some really good matches. I mean, Riddle I also, him. you know, used to be an MMA fighter, and uh, my voice just cracked. And, um, <laughs> so, I mean, he's basically like a submission kind of specialist, kind of like a Zack Sabre Jr. is how I kind of looked at it. Yeah. Uh, but Danielson loves that stuff as far as, you know, I'm pretty said. sure they're friends too. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, re- really good match though. I thought something different on the show. Oh, and this is just like a side note on that. Just cause I'm, you mentioned Champa and, um, Gargano before. Uh, I don't know if you guys listen to uh, FTR's podcast, or I guess Dax does it, but he was saying um, 
how everyone thought that they were Triple H's boys, like FTR. And he was like, I quickly found out that we weren't because when they were facing Gargano and Ciampa and they both got hurt, Triple H checked in with Gargano and Ciampa every day and didn't check in with FTR at all in terms of how they were doing. <laughs> well, actually, I think I think that I know the podcast you're talking about. I saw a clip of him like watching part of his match. Yeah, that's what it was. Y, and yeah. they were talking about like certain spots. He's like, this is called like the, the false hope. hope. Yeah, the yeah. false hope spot or whatever. It was interesting. It was like breaking down like yeah. stuff within the match. Um, I just thought that was interesting because their contracts are coming up and everyone thought because Triple H is in charge that so they would go to like, him. Actually, yeah. Uh, he's like, we're not his boys. Um, so our main event, let's talk about this. Darby Allen versus Samoa Joe. TNT Scary. Championship, no holds barred. All right. I texted yeah. you guys after the match. I was like, Darby needs to chill or else he's not going to be wrestling much longer. Yeah. All right, if you can remember some of these spots. like well, uh, So first he started out coming down the ramp with a thumbtack jacket. jacket. And like ran into Samojo into the corner with his yeah. back. Um, so, I mean, the front flip out of the ring through the table wasn't that bad. Yeah, but the stuff like when he gets like backbreakers on the chairs that are like standing up and he just gets it on like the, like, the top of the chairs. <laughs> it's like things like that. Um... I'm trying to think. I mean, I think he got he went on to his jacket. He got a move done onto his jacket uh, by Samojo. Um, yeah, and then the spot where like Samojo just tosses him outside the ring, like he like really like Darby goes for just that. Just throws his body, man. It's yeah. Just, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. Like, and I was I was telling Tim uh, before, like you know when they're up in the stairs, Darby and Samojo. But, like, Samoa Joe, I don't know if you remember in TNA, he did this one spot against Sting where he jumped, like, absolutely nuts spot. He jumped to drop kick Samoa, or drop kick Sting on the um, cement floor. Like, his back just literally just lands on the cement floor on the stairs. But yeah. It was like, a wild they, spot. They were fighting in the stand for a little bit, right? Yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. Like, you better not do that spot. I was like, what the fuck? Dude? Yeah. It was insane. <laughs> so, I... Look, I'm not a wrestler, but it can't be good for you, man. Because I just think back to the last big thing that I was like, what are you doing to your body? was like the front flip during the Jeff Hardy match onto all the chairs. Oh, yeah. That like, was like, yeah. yeah, the same thing with the... God, man, but... Yeah. Dude's throwing, what do I know? And then he ends up losing, too. <laughs> yes. Oh, we didn't even say who the winner was. Samojo <laughs> ended up winning. So the title, the TNT title has gone Wardlow... Samoa Joe, Darby Allen, back to Samoa Joe. Wardlow returned after the match and came down. I guess they wanted his hair to grow out a little bit. Um, was he hurt or no? Well, they cut his hair and in the ring, and then that oh, was the last right. time we saw him. And he yeah. came back, and his hair is like short and grown out a little bit. What was the point of that? Cut. So it looks like we're going to have Samoa Joe and Wardlow again. But now Samoa Joe is, has both television titles, ROH and AEW. Yeah. Let's get into SmackDown, which I thought the end was just, it was fantastic. Perfect end. Just continuing this storyline. Yeah. Um, I believe the first match was Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus Imperium. It was the tag team tournament finals. Winners uh, will face the Usos this Friday, um, which there might be an issue with that, with Jay. But yeah. 
Um, winners were Braun Strowman and Ricochet, which I said was probably where they was going to go after they replaced uh, the Banger Bros <laughs> in <laughs> in the tournament after the Viking Raiders attacked them. Also, WWE loves big guys and small guys together. Oh, yeah. Like, it's always the flipping I mean, guy I'm pretty sure, like, I mean, they just like that combination. I mean, do you remember when they did, like, the mixed tag, like, tournament? Braun Sherman was with, like, Alexa Bliss. Uh, as yeah, a team and they had that, like, love thing. I think they won, So the yeah. actually, the, that tournament. The, the Banger Bros was referring, the reason why they changed it is they didn't want to get people confused with the Bangers and Nash, right? <laughs> the, the bangers and mash and all yes, that. Yes, that's why. Yes. In Europe. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. I was wondering. I was like, there is why, a, would yeah. they, why would they change their name? So weird. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's... You know, because we know over here it's a really popular food and really common. <laughs> so yeah. they just didn't want, you know. You know, I, I think it's popular anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. When I go out to eat, I always <laughs> just... order the bangers and mash. Yeah, they just didn't want it to be confused. Be like, you're talking about food? No, we're talking about the team. Yeah, that's so, right. That's that's yeah. just you know. So now they just call him Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. Got it. It was short lived. They kind of call them like bangers or something like that. I don't know. Like trying to use that word. Yeah, like a couple sauces. bangers. <laughs> bangers. Yeah, there's a bunch of wieners, man. <laughs> Anyway, um, so back, backstage we had Romans, uh, Roman Reigns. I said Romans, Roman Reigns, uh, Solo Sokoa, Paul Heyman, and uh, Jimmy Uso. Backstage, and Roman was demanding answers as to where Jay Uso is, um, but neither Jimmy nor Solo, you know, knew or hadn't heard from him. I guess since um, I was about to say SummerSlam, since the Royal Rumble. And, you know, Roman kind of couldn't believe it you know, since it's his own brother. Uh, like, he hadn't heard from him. Yeah. But, you know, he did mention how now that um, Brigshay and Braun Strowman won, you know, they have a match this coming Friday. And Jimmy's yeah. basically saying, like, he'll be there. But will he? I don't know. Um. So then we had a Elimination Chamber quali- qualifier for that Bianca Belair title that I was talking about. It was a fatal four-way. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart. I don't know why I still call her that. I guess it's just Shotzi now. Yeah. Natalia, Shayna Baszler, and Selena Vega. Uh, Vega. Vega. <laughs> Winner was uh, Natalia, and I thought about why they probably did this, not just because she returned, but they're going to be in Canada for Elimination Chamber. That's true. Yeah. Get that one good pop in Montreal, Quebec, yeah. She's not going to win. No. (laughs) Um, Finally, we had uh, the main event segment, which was Roman Reigns coming out. And the crowd's chaining Sammy. And he's like, I wanted to talk about Cody Rhodes. He's (laughs) like, but since y'all wanted me to talk about Sammy, uh, he decided to address that. So we didn't get to hear anything from him about about Cody. I don't think we're gonna for a little bit based off what ensued yeah, afterward. Until after Elimination Chamber now. Yeah. Um which makes me wonder what Cody's gonna be doing. But um So Roman, one of the things he said he he's talking about um he kinda knew uh what Sammy's true motives were. I think he said we had to start back at war games. 
And he said, you know what I saw? I saw greed. I saw the same thing I see in every single person I interact with these days. Um, and that, w- that was just one of the one of the things that he said. But out of nowhere, a guy in a black hoodie comes up. I mean, it was pretty obvious right away. But he starts, <laughs> yeah. at, starts taking down Roman and attacking him, giving him punches. And it was Sami Zayn. And this crowd was freaking hyped. Man. Crazy. They were Sami Zayn's the most over superstar. And it's, you know, I saw this thing, and it, it is, it's going to be an issue, dude. It's going to be a problem, because, and the, the guy I was listening compared it to the Daniel Bryanson, Daniel Bryanson, <laughs> Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan uh, thing where he, he was the most over, but Batista came back and won the Rumble, and yeah. everyone turned on Batista, even though... Blue Tista. Blue, Blue that's what it was, yeah. But uh, and they all they all you know turned on Batista, and it's like, man, like poor Cody, because if if the Sami Zayn popularity wasn't a thing, he'd probably be all right, like beating Roman. But yeah. like right now, it's like I think majority of fans want Sami to be champion. Now they could still do it. I know they still do okay. one and one, right? Like one title with him, one title with Cody. So I'm saying they still they still could. If we have to lose getting the winged eagle belt back because Sami Zayn gets the title, <laughs> I'm lose my mind. Well, you're, okay. not, you're not gonna trade that. No. Well, let's finish the segment. Let's finish the segment, then we'll talk about like the, the future plans with them. So, <laughs> Sami attacks and. Uh, Roman gets out of the ring and Sammy is basically saying like I never wanted anything from you but I do now when he says he wants the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship and Roman basically accepts it and the bloodline which is just Jimmy and Solo at this point attack uh, Sammy in the ring uh, and they, they including Roman they all just take him out um, but it looks like that's the match that we're getting at Elimination Chamber which uh, I said probably would happen, and because they're going to be in Canada, Sammy's going to be very much over. And I'm saying we're not going to see Kevin Owens until this match, and then they reunite. But the question is, Jimmy and Jay can't get into Canada with their DUIs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so what are they going to do? Just solo, I guess. Yeah. But Kevin Owens could come out to save him and take on Solo. Wait, they both? Yeah, but they that's... both got the UIs? Yeah, I think just yeah, Jimmy has, both. like, more than one, though. Uh, yeah. Jay has, like, one, and then Jimmy has, like, two. Yeah. Getting on their Jeff Hardy level. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so it's going to be, like, it's, it's, like, for me, it's not going to matter with the Cody, like, winning and... Sammy, like, probably not. But for other people, I think people are going to turn on Cody. I think, yeah. I mean, to me, it's very easy to turn on Cody. I, I just have the feeling. Poor Cody. Because he even says before, remember, in AEW's like, I'll never turn heel. Yeah. Like, oh, sometimes you gotta, man. <laughs> yeah. These people might turn on you if Sammy. I, I won't turn. Like, the worst thing would be like a at Mania, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> at, it's at Mania Star. Oh, I was about to. God, dude. Okay. Star Wars. I said Star, Star Wars. Wars. Mania Star Wars is coming out. 
So at Mania, <laughs> Cody and Roman happens, and during the match, the crowd is chanting, we want Sammy. That's like the worst thing that yeah, can fucking happen during that yeah. match. And like, imagine Cody being like all emotional, like you know he's crying again, of course, and then and he lifts the title like, belt. Fuck yeah. you! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, I mean, fine. they should they should they have, should do the, the one they and one cost Roman one of the titles. Yeah, at Elimination Chamber, and Sammy. But then who does Sammy? Fit? I mean, then Sammy could have a rematch with Roman at Mania. One of yeah. the nights. I, don't know, I because, still think, and Cody just wants to change one of the titles, which is the World Heavyweight, which is basically the WWE one, which is the Black Title. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just I feel I feel like something like the fans are just going to turn because it's an organic. I mean, you you talk about Sami Zayn during the pandemic era when he was like doing conspiracy. He was <laughs> yeah. fucking hated, and now everyone, everyone, even Cornette. Who did ne- never liked Sami Zayn before is a fan of Sami Zayn. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm wondering how they're gonna do this because I feel like they know that Sami is really hot right now, so they can't put Cody anywhere near that title or Roman. Yeah, you gotta let like the Sami Roman story yeah. go on, and then the last month we'll do Cody and Roman stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but so like, what does Cody do till then? I don't. It's fight the Judgment Day apparently. Teams up with Edge. Teams up with Edge for no reason. Takes on Balor. Well, God. I don't know the brawl That's last week. Awful. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. Maybe maybe the Rock comes out. Did you hear what Cody said though? Mania and call. He said Mania doesn't need the Rock. Yeah, he's like, we got better people. I'm like. Okay. <laughs> sure you do. I will say the interview with him on Impulsive was very good. It was. And it was very funny. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. Yes, yeah, the Lana Rhodes part was hilarious. I. <laughs> it, Who's that? He's like, the porn star? <laughs> and then and he, he like, like, he's like, that's Mike's ex-girlfriend. He was just like, great. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he kept a straight face the whole time. He was like, great. <laughs> <laughs> Um. So yeah, this final segment of SmackDown I thought uh, was done very well. It was really good, and the crowd was behind it. Yeah, and you know what I like too is that like Sammy didn't end up on top because he got super kicked a bunch of times at the end. Dude, but he folds like a lawn chair with those super kicks. He, he does. Folds, he just like falls great. But also that means like that you have to wait until his music gets played again because they're not gonna like play his. Uh, yes, <laughs> just yeah. Okay. Um, so I wanted to end the show with, I'm not talking about Rampage this week, alright? I'm not. You know what? I'm, we're, we're good with it. You don't have to explain it to us. <laughs> and, we're good. And if if nothing we're talking about is happening, I'm not talking about it. <laughs> but, if NXT ever, Vengeance Day happened. If they, if they ever decide to put on a better show, we'll review it again. Yeah. NXT Vengeance Day, though, happened, and sometimes when they have pay-per-views, I talk about it on here. Um, whether it's just me who watched it or not, but it seems like some of you guys might have seen some of it. Watched it. I had no idea who anyone was, but I watched it. Well, that's what I thought. I mean, when I told you guys that it was on, you know, I was like, maybe you guys can... Because they're going to come up someday. They are. You know, yeah. I mean, so the first match I thought was 
One of the maybe best. Maybe Sealer, yeah. It was Wesley, who's the North American, uh, the champion of the North, <laughs> versus uh, Dijak. The North. <laughs> versus Dijak, who I'm just going to call him Dominic Dijakovic, but... Uh, Tim, you used to be kind of a fan with him. He had those bangers with Keith Lee. Ah, yes. You said the talk. Oh, so that was the opening match. Was <laughs> that it, Tim? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> they had that one I match. This match was... Yeah. Uh, Dijak broke his finger in it, though. And yeah, you see like, it? So it was completely, like, sideways. Yeah. Uh, but Wesley retained. I thought that was pretty good. I really like that uh, guy, Wesley. Yeah. Well, he used to be part of MS- MSK with, uh, I was going to say Kevin Nash, Nash Carter. Uh, <laughs> but they had to let him go because of controversy with him and his ex. I don't know. MJF came to his defense today on Twitter. Oh, did he? read up on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he actually lived with him apparently at one point, and he was just like, it's a bunch of bullshit. But this happened like a year ago, like these allegations, and so I don't know. Hmm. Um. So then we had the NXT Women's Tag Titles match, uh, and uh, I was going to say, I don't even know their first names, because uh, I have it written down as Carter and Chance, but uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter, Carter uh, I mean, their names used to be like Casey Canzaro and uh, something else, but they were the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, and they faced off against the newly made team i mean they formal like former like rivals um kiana james and fallon henley and they actually went over and became your new uh this was only like their second or third time tagging on on in nxt um they just had a feud like a month ago so it's i just wasn't expecting it because of those reasons yeah uh uh, we had apollo cruz versus carmelo hayes Love this this match. match is really good. Carmelo Hayes is really good. Yeah. Before Adam Cole left, they had a really good match on TV together. Um, I like his entrance, def- too. He's definitely probably one of the next call-ups. He's been there a little bit. Um, what, Carmelo Hayes' entrance? Yeah. Or, like, the guy is, like, naming all the um, awards or stats for him. The guy he comes out with? Yeah. Trick Williams? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Yeah, so they had uh, two out of um, three falls, I believe. Two out of three falls, yeah. Two out of three falls. And Carmelo, Carmelo Hayes uh, ended up winning. This was, besides the first match, this might have been like the other best match on the show. I think so. Um, it's probably one of the best Apollo Crews matches I've seen yeah. in a while. I was just thinking, of, like, I, I don't remember Apollo Crews having like, a great match anywhere, like on WWE. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Oh, poor Paulo. Um, <laughs> He's like a really good athlete, but I'm like, his matches aren't that great. His charisma and character is what bothers yeah. me. But um, Towards the end of the match, we saw the return of, I'm going to call him Commander Aziz, that big guy that was with him when he was <laughs> doing the like African gimmick. Um, <laughs> yes. But uh, his name is actually, at least now it is, they changed it to Daba Kato, which is was his name before Commander Aziz when they were doing the Shane McMahon like Fight Club thing? Oh, that was, that awful. was awful. I almost forgot about that until God, I just, Shane I just McMahon. That. I was like, oh yeah, Shane McMahon's Fight Club backstage. Fight night. 
he was like the third hour of Raw is gonna be, you know, dude, it was terrible. Uh, Chain's like, Daddy, I want to do something. (laughs) 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 Um. So yeah, that match. That match. Something else. Well, so Apollo lost, and then Commander Aziz, Dabakato gave him a hug in the ring. It was like a welcome back hug, and Dabakato took him out with a headbutt and beat him up a little bit. So yeah, looks like that's where they're going with that. Uh, we had an NXT Tag Team Championship Fatal 4-Way. At the New Day were the reigning uh, Tag Team Champions at the beginning of the match. It was them, Gallus, Pretty Deadly, and Chase U. Now... I thought this match was good. I don't know if you got to the tag match. Yeah. I, I wanted I wanted Gallus to win, which they did. Mark Coffey and uh Wolfgang I forget what is if that's his first or his last name, but they just call him Wolfgang. Um Dude, these some names sound insane. But Gallus Gallus is actually a three man group and Mark Coffey's older brother Joe is actually the main reason why I like Gallus. He's had good matches with like Walter and Tyler Bate over in NXT UK when it was around. Um, but he was not there tonight. But Gallus ended up winning. I was hoping they would. Um, but I thought Chase U was going to win because they've been so popular lately. They seem like they had a pretty good pop. Yeah. It, like, even. Like even though you guys didn't know what was going on, if you listen to the crowd, like yeah, and I hated them at first. They were awful. I, I do think remember two point Like it was one of the first like things they were showing them. And it was just yeah. like this is terrible. Yeah, this I remember was that guy. Christopher Nowinski's like Harvard gimmick, like <laughs> yeah. when that happened back in the day. Yeah. Um, but Gallus ended up winning. This was this was a good match. Um, most of the matches were actually pretty good. Um. After that, we had the triple threat uh, NXT Women's Championship match. Roxanne Perez uh, versus Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Uh, Gigi and JC were part of Mandy Rose's Toxic Attraction group, um, which they still call themselves Toxic Attraction. Um, But, you know, they had to go against each other in this triple threat match, and to their own fault because of that, um, Roxanne Perez ended up retaining. Another good match. Roxanne Perez, if you don't remember, she came out in the Royal Rumble this year. She was one of the NXT entrants. Um, yeah. She did pretty Booker well T. in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. She lasted a good little bit. Booker T trained her um, starting from when she was like 16 years old. Shucky ducky quack quack. Um, oh, yeah. He, that reminds me. Booker was, yeah, was awful. Jeremy, do you want to talk about Booker T's commentary? God, I couldn't stand him at all. <laughs> Did he, he say Shucky Ducky Quack Quack during this? I don't think he did, but I just, oh, okay. I just remember like he would repeat himself nonstop, and he'd be like, "You know what? Let me tell you something." I'm like, "No, I'm, I'm done listening to you." <laughs> it's like I wish there was a way to like mute commentators, but not like the match or yeah, mute a commentator. Because yeah. the other guy that he's with, I forget his name. Yeah, he's not uh, bad. He's, he's not bad. Yeah. Um, but like I said, Wade Barrett, who now does, uh. SmackDown? I think SmackDown, yeah. Was in Booker's position with that guy. Yeah. And then for some reason they brought him up. and I think because uh, McAfee's not there. Yeah. Which I guess he should be rec- coming back full-time soon. Or maybe not. Maybe it is, you know, yeah. comebacks in question. Um, 
So we'll we'll finish off with um, Braun Breaker versus Grayson Waller NXT Championship inside a steel cage. Uh, the winner of this match was uh, Braun Breaker, who is. Um, I like Braun Breaker. I was gonna Breaker. say, was gonna say Scott Steiner's son, but um, Rick Steiner's son actually. Yeah. yeah. Braun Breaker probably will be the call up from NXT. Oh yeah. After WrestleMania. Yeah. This. This. Yeah. Well, next year I guess. If right. I had to put all my money down on at least one male NXT superstar, it'd be him. Oh yeah. So he has to drop the title then soon. He'll probably drop it at Mania. You think? Oh, he's right. He's defensive uh, then. Oh, not Mania. Um, what do they call there? Is it, it's not Takeover. I don't know anymore. It might be. I Is don't it? remember. I don't know. I don't remember. Everything used to be Takeover, and that was like cool. Yeah, that was cool because it'll be like Takeover yeah. one, two, three, four, and just keep going. Yeah. I don't even know if Takeover is a thing anymore. Yeah, that's why I was like, I think it's called Takeover. <laughs> I don't know. So, but Braun Breaker ended up winning uh, with a freaking vicious spear. Um, yeah. To Grayson Waller. Um, but yeah, so he retained. I thought the pay per view was. This is like the first one I've seen in a while where every match was like pretty good straight through. Before yeah. it was some that I was like, eh, <laughs> take it or leave it. But these these were all good. They were all entertaining. I thought so. And you said this was uh, the first time that they were in a like a arena. For the pay-per-view, yeah, right? I wouldn't say it was. It was, I think they were. This is what I think happened because Saturday, we could have talked about it, but I didn't watch it. They had the clash at the Coliseum because they were in like Charlotte or wherever. They did oh, it like okay. one other time, um, and I think and that's like a one-hour show. I think so. I think they did that, and then they did NXT in the same because it was sense. it was Saturday, so they went dun, yeah. dun, like one after another. Um, I'd say it was probably the size of UMBC where we went for AEW. Yeah, it, it wasn't like, like a, a full arena. It's like, but it, yeah, it's the first 000. time that it wasn't at where they film NXT with like the metal stands everywhere. Yeah. This yeah. is the first time since pre-pandemic that they they've done that. So yeah, that's cool. um, but that wraps up uh, everything on my end. Tim, you want to take us out? Yeah, if that wraps up the show, I'll keep this short. Classic show of the week is WrestleMania 17. I'm spoiling y'all. This isn't even homework. This is like the best WrestleMania of all time, so just go enjoy it. It's The Rock vs. Stone Cold, the main event. Come on, how can you not love that? Um, Thank you all so much. This was episode 71. I hope you all enjoyed. Hopefully uh, this week we get a little bit more action, something uh, a little bit more crazy to talk about next week, but... Yeah, we appreciate you all listening, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much, and have a great week. Bye-bye.